The Yuletide TV podcast is hosted by three college friends trying to find the best Christmas TV episodes ever made. That quest can, at times, be frustrating, which is a nice way of saying that this show contains explicit content. We know that might get us placed on the naughty list, but better us than you. So what the hell do you think we're dealing with? Actually, I have an idea. Yeah? Yeah, it's, uh, it's gonna sound crazy. Could you possibly say this sounds crazy to me? Um... Evil Santa. Yeah, that's crazy. Welcome to the Yuletide TV Podcast. I don't like that at all. I don't. Now that I've heard it a second time, I can't I can't, in honest commit to it. Chris, keep it in. The people need to see this. They need to know the process. <laughs> Brian, just just give it give it again. Just continue. You just can, continue. Can, can all right. Well, can, listen. It's, it's a Yuletide hey, TV. Running, no, Chris. Chris, today. John is right. Chris, John is right. Let me do it. Yeah. Just, just right. you're a little, you're a little up. Just like bring uh-huh. it down a little bit. I believe in you. You're you. You sounded great. I loved the enthusiasm. It's the Yuletide TV podcast. Yeah, like you nailed it. There you are. Perfect. That's it. I'm Brian. I'm Brian. Who are you? I'm John. Awesome. Do we have a third? I'm Chris. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Fuck, boys. You bet your ass we got a third. We're like a fucking weird couple on Tinder. I feel like I'm tripping down a hill right now. Uh, Oh, this is a Brian and John week. We've taken over. We've done it. We've broken his spirit. It's it's the last week. The wheels are completely off. We're not even pretending anymore. The bus is just (laughs) sliding down the hill. The wheels are already at the bottom. It feels good. We're on that sled that your parents put up higher in the garage because it's too dangerous <laughs> on uh, compact snow. Uh, we're on it, and it's dangerous, and it's phenomenal. Did you guys have a metal saucer growing up? No. No. Oh, boy, you all missed out. That thing fucked really? you up. Oh, God. <laughs> that thing was just a fucking rocket. Where I'm from is, like, like marsh country and, like, lakes, so all the snow hills were, like, man-made. So they're just like sheer because it's from like a plow truck. Just and you just tight. get on your fucking metal saucer and you just fucking you're just going for about a day and a half. <laughs> you, you, you'd pretty much just be doing cartwheels because oh, you just tip ass over tea kettle. John can't come to school today. He's still on the metal saucer. <laughs> He's in Michigan somewhere. <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys? I might have told this story on the podcast before, but when I was a kid. My grandma, she has a house that's on a hill, and so in the winter, we'd go over there and... Like grandmas do. And you could sled. But the hill ended up in the Milwaukee River, so <laughs> there, was like, there was like a two-lip system before you hit, hit the water. And we had gone over to my grandma's house that day to ice skate, but the edge of the river hadn't frozen. It was frozen in the middle, but not at the edges. So we're like, okay, we'll just go sledding. And for whatever reason, we're just going as fast as we have ever gone down that hill before. And before I know it, I'm all the way down the hill, down the first slip, and just shooting through the air. And I'm onto the ice. <laughs> and I'm just standing up like, oh, shit, oh, Am shit, I oh, alive? shit, oh, shit. <laughs> How do I get home? How do I get back? <laughs> did you guys do uh, And maybe this is going to sound real rednecky, but did you do a lot of the sledding behind snowmobiles? No. no. Oh. <laughs> no. That wasn't available to us in the suburbs. My dad would like tie a sled to the snowmobile and then we'd then like me and my cousins would pop in it and he would just like whip us around snowmobile trails. 
That sounds awesome. It was a, it was a fucking delight. It is it is a treasured snowy time memory. We just <laughs> had a good sledding hill out back in Minnesota. It was uh, it was nice, and my dog always chased us. God rest in peace, Sally. And uh, she tried to steal your gloves as you were going down the hill. Aww. <laughs> just an adorable dog, who would then run off until it was time to come back for dinner. And if you were lucky. She'd bring you a dead rabbit while she was at it. Ooh. Yeah. Did she bring you any wreaths ever? Or maybe evergreen branches? Oh, John, it's funny that you mentioned wreaths made with meadowsweet, because that's about the episode we're talking about today. Well, that is, <laughs> I, you know what? Those are the best darn smelling wreaths I've ever smelled. Oh, damn fine wreaths. Oh, he didn't say damn fine, did he? I don't know, fucking something. Yeah, the same difference. It was implied. <laughs> <laughs> Great wreath. Top of the line. Maybe almost pagan godly wreaths. wreaths. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, I got real Wisconsin there. I had a real hard time with that tea. (laughs) (laughs) We watched watched a Supernatural episode for you all. I watched it with April. It's April's favorite. And again, I can't stress this enough. If we don't talk well of this episode, I will be in hot water. And being so (laughs) close to Christmas... Just, I, I'm going to trust you boys. Can you have April put on an episode of Allie McBeal, maybe upstairs? Um, yes, I can. But I think that's going to cause more problems as the upstairs neighbors will probably wonder how she got in. Oh, oh, you're an up-down condo. My bad, my bad. <laughs> Look, Brian, you know, I love you, bud. I'm happy for your marriage i don't want the train doesn't agree with you chris the polar express is here to take you to the tundra prison (laughs) the time the time has come i mean it's anxious we're we're in that we're in that week lead up to christmas now and tom hanks is getting impatient (laughs) get the fuck on my train creepy uncanny valley tom hanks he won't even let us get past the summary before he's knocking on the door this time around (laughs) right if you're wondering why the episodes get so weird in the off season, it's because Chris goes away on the Polar Express for about two months, and me and Brian come up with all the ideas for the off season. Yeah, that's true. And there, and we are truly, truly terrible at podcasting. Well, <laughs> let's say we have potential. Yeah, we're we're. Uh, if you've ever played Football Manager or out out of the park baseball, we are a one star player with five star potential. Now, can you translate that into backyard baseball? Dude, this fucking train is going in. <laughs> this it it won't let it won't let us do anything. It's it's it it will not stop. <laughs> hey, Yuletide TV podcast fan, if you want to make a remix of the train noise, I'll like <laughs> Venmo you twenty bucks. Whoa, hold on a second. I just realized that I received a letter from Tom Hanks on uh, neatly typed paper. Uh, I guess it was supposed to be for Chris. Uh, all it says is, I'm coming for you. <laughs> oh. oh, no. It's the anti-Hanks. <laughs> it's the anti-Hanks. That's right. And he he used newspaper clippings to spell it out instead of a lovely typewriter. Is the anti-Hanks James Woods? <laughs> I mean, possibly. I was going to say... Tom Tanks. 
<laughs> no, it's James Wood. It's absolutely James Wood. <laughs> Just saw the terminal and he got so fucking mad. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> A movie that talks about an immigrant positively. <laughs> I'm making an evil Polar Express. <laughs> the Krampus Express. Uh, or the Pagan God Express. Or the Pagan God Express. I th- I think I think we're safe. I think we talked Tom yeah, okay. into moving on. So okay, fantastic. Well, let's get into it, boys. On our episode of Supernatural, we begin by seeing an old man pretending to be Santa on the date I'm assuming is December 10th. That man gets grabbed and pulled up through a narrow chimney. Our hero brothers are looking into a string of disappearances into a small Michigan da- Michigan town in December potentially linked to a supernatural being. I'm just having some real troubles with the words on this one. Hey man, it's late in the season. It is late in the season. We're all tired. I'm drunk. You didn't even try and pronounce the Michigan town. Ypsilanti. Jesus. (laughs) How did I miss that? (laughs) So, uh, you know, they suspect it's a supernatural being if we're gonna play into the title of the show here real quick. And they think that it's a creepy Santa Town Santa. After they confront creepy Santa Town Santa, who's just, whose only crime is ripping a sweet, sweet bong and getting drunk and watching some porn. They realize it might be a couple of old pagan gods being drawn to a special kind of wreath made with meadowsweet. Sam and Dean confront the gods and start getting their asses handed to them and sacrifice, but then they're quickly able to get away and kill the creatures with wintergreen branches from a Christmas tree. Throughout the episode, the boys dip into old childhood memories where an absent Jeffrey Dean Morgan is on a job, quote unquote. Oh, and Dean wants to have a special Christmas because it's his last before being taken away to hell, and that makes Sam sad, but then the two eventually have a Christmas and exchange gifts. That's the end of the episode. Now, before we go any further, I believe, Chris, we do have to talk about a friend of ours. Yes, we do. It is our last week of shows, but we still are giving you an opportunity to learn some more about some other Christmas podcasts that are out there. Today, we are featuring Santa by the Minute, a podcast that covers the 1985 film Santa Claus the Movie, not the Tim Allen one, Minute by Minute. And here are hosts John and Ben to tell you a little bit more about it. Do you like podcasts about Christmas? Uh-huh. Do you like podcasts about movies? Uh-huh. Well, we have a podcast for you. I'm intrigued. I'm John. And I'm Ben. And we're the hosts of Santa by the Minute. The only podcast that breaks down 1985's Santa Claus the Movie one minute at a time. The holiday classic starring John Lithgow. It certainly should be. <laughs> Dudley Moore. Isn't it self-explanatory? I'm an elf. An elf? Yes. And David Huddleston. Hold on tight and don't worry. You'll be as safe here as you are in your own home. You won't want to miss as Ben and I talk about one minute of the movie every single week. Stop! Are you insane? We post a brand new episode every Wednesday and every episode is... For free! So be sure to check out Santa by the Minute wherever you get your podcasts. Back to you, Brian. So there's there's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot to unpack of very little. 
when it comes to this episode. <laughs> it's very straightforward, and I think I already hear my wife approaching the door, ready to bust in. No, we're okay. Okay. <laughs> I think it's just to start off the conversation, it's very clear that the Supernatural show in its third season was told, hey, you need to do a Christmas bit. Shoehorn a Christmas bit into a whole episode. And that's this episode. Yes. I think I think that is abundantly clear. No more so evident than in the fact that the show ran for 15 seasons and this is the only Christmas episode that they did. As far as I know. Well, it's just there's so very few places to go with a supernatural-based show and Christmas lore. I mean, you, you've got Krampus, and that's about it, right? And they didn't even go the Krampus route. They pivoted from Krampus incredibly early to go with Pagan Gods. Which I will give them credit for. I think this is pre-Krampus is everywhere. Like, I think this is before we yeah, overplay Krampus. I think you're right. So they could have been Before we got the Adam Scott movie? Yeah, or, and before, like, Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's worth noting, though, with this episode, it this was during, uh, crap, what year was this? This was, like, 2008, 2009, and there was that writer's strike going on. This was a 15-episode season, and there were a lot of seasons of television that really suffered from that writer's strike. Heroes season 3, 2, 2 was another one that got hit hard. Yeah, lost. Although that probably benefited a little bit from it more so <laughs> than anything. I feel like they wanted to do something fun with this episode and just couldn't quite figure out what that was. Because I don't know if you guys noticed this, but at the beginning of the episode, you have this special presentation logo, which is the third time we've seen that now. We had Clone High and Venture Brothers both used that same, this is a special presentation thing to start off their episode. And that's like an old cbs thing from what i have researched and they and they have a special um supernatural logo too for the holidays which mm -hmm. which i thought was fun so i think they like wanted to try and have some fun with this but i think they just really struggled with stretching this 40 minute story out which is where you get stuff like the flashbacks trying to fill out a little bit more which to me is really weird with the flashbacks which are I'm about the worst part of the episode just really besides, bad. like the flashbacks and the brothers being sentimental to each other are just fucking Woo! <laughs> oh, um, man. but it's like i feel like there's like more to tell with the couple at the end like the the pagan god couple i thought there's like you there's a cooler story to tell there and you could have like expanded on it more but instead they're like right Let's tie this to the lore of the show. Exactly to your point, they focused on all the wrong things throughout the episode, which was really kind of disappointing. Because, you know, they could have made a whole episode of them shadowing uh, the two pagan gods and just kind of like watching them. It's like, all right, are they really it or are they not? Getting some really homely vibes from them, you know, maybe letting their guard down a bit. But it went straight from we meet them once to they have to die. Yeah, right. Like he makes like... And, like, the jump to it is, like, he used Google. <laughs> Google Google the real MVP of yeah. solving supernatural Hello. crimes. It would have been interesting, you know, for, for whatever reason, a fair number of people I follow on Twitter are really into the old 
uh, detective show Columbo. And they often talk about how deep you can get into an episode before Columbo actually shows up, which is like sometimes it's 15, 20 minutes before because they follow the person doing the crime. And that approach might have been more effective here. Right. Because you do just kind of get to your point, John. It's like we get this very hard jump of it's Krampus. Oh, no, it's pagan gods. And then the pagan gods are just like, hey, we're going to fuck you up. And that's the episode. Okay. Right. I think we talked about it a little bit in a different episode in the past. But, like, I think we were talking about, like, Marvel movies. And, like, the hardest part about, like, a Marvel movie is over a long enough time frame, everything becomes about space gods. (laughs) Yeah. And then you have to, like, are expected to know about space gods. Uh, I think, like, this episode suffers from that a lot because <laughs> it's like over a long enough time frame it's going to be about pagan gods and then it's like the fuck do i know what mint means like <laughs> fuckers just like a julep like <laughs> you know like it's like no it's hardcore pagan stuff and it's like i guess stab him i don't know why you're like sharpening those stakes i only associate that with vampires but I guess you got But it was no 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 no, no 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 those are wooden stakes, John. Vampires have wooden stakes. These pagan gods have evergreen stakes. I, I know you gotta kill a vampire with an oak tree, but like Okay, whatever. It's, <laughs> it's still just it's a lot to it's a I don't think you can ask a non dork to be like What do you kill a vampire with? Specifically Oak, if you were to kill a, say, maybe a pagan god. And, uh, really, the Oak tree should be about, uh, you know, 25 to 45 years old. Because that's when the the fibers get uh, really good for uh, the vampire stabbing. Let's get back to the uh, Supernatural episode. Uh, Uh, If we have to. (laughs) Yeah, we do have to. I mean, I love the moment where you could the moment of just about every scene that they were indoors where you could point out exactly how they were on TV set, (laughs) right? Tall walls, just like seemingly going nowhere. Very fake backdrop behind the windows. It it feels like the production quality of this whole episode just went to shit. Yeah. The uh, Santa's village in particular. I mean, I do like that. I can't remember exactly what they said the workaround was, but that they mentioned that the pagan gods also bring mild weather with them, and that's mm-hmm. why there wasn't any snow here. And it's like, yeah, that's the reason. Not that you're filming this in September. like <laughs> <laughs> In Vancouver, no less. Yeah. I guess something that struck me, and I kind of... Dr- I really hated the show for, like, the first 15 minutes. <laughs> like, I was FaceTiming my, my girlfriend and just complaining. Ooh. The in- just the entire time and she's just like hung over not having a good time and I'm just bitching about Supernatural so I'm sure she's had the worst day of her life <laughs> just my dork ass boyfriend was complaining about Supernatural and I just wanted to sleep I hated it until Mad showed up and then like all the effects were super cheap and I had to be like even as I was like, you know, like god this looks bad and then I'm like you know what it's 11 years old I don't know. I think knife technology in theater props has moved on, uh, like, you know, it was evolved at such a place in 
10 years ago that when you draw a fake blade across somebody's forearm, it doesn't clearly show there's no actual damage. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like you said, it was just like, this was during a strike. So there yeah. was not a lot of staff. And this show is also probably, it's early in its run. It is a weird concept. It's a yep. CW show, right? Uh, WB at this point. Okay. So it's still like, they're still being done cheaply. It's still yeah. to be like a cheap teen show. Well, that's the great thing about the first two seasons of Supernatural and why it's so strong a start of a series is that they realize what their budget was and they did so much with so little. Not showing the monsters was a good one um, to go with. And then that was really it. Speaking of not showing the monsters, did anyone else get, I believe it's kind of in the middle of the episode where another person gets kidnapped and a kid like witnesses it and all you can see is kind of this red leather thing and one of my notes for that was kid watching scary leather clad monster is it daredevil (laughs) (laughs) is it i was was like ben ben affleck i liked that scene i thought that scene was one of the stronger scenes filmmaking wise or like cinematography wise it sits with you, too, a little bit that nobody could stop this thing from taking this guy up the chimney, right? Except these two brothers who then come across who I assume is the same guy in the basement and then never go back to rescue him, <laughs> right? They just kind of, like, kill the gods, wash their hands clean on the on the plastic wrap sofa and say, good job, Sam. Good job, Dean. Let's go have a beer. So, like, I guess I have a question uh about supernatural in general because i don't watch this show because i only associate it with people who have tried to make me watch it that i truly do not respect their opinion um (laughs) fair enough (laughs) what's up girl i used to hook up with in college (laughs) that i never never hooked up with i've only ever ever seen i've only ever looked at my girlfriend but um (laughs) she said i had to say it that way (laughs) but like are they do they work for the FBI where they're like allowed to kill? No. Okay, so how did they get away with murdering the seemingly Two normal people? suburban couple, older couple? Because it's not like their body is like disintegrated. You can't find fingerprints on branches. Yeah, you, what? <laughs> <laughs> you can find like DNA, like branches like bark like bark takes skin. Um, also he bled they bled in their house. There's a players right. that was in a man's mouth. Yep. Uh, his whole uh, ass don't fingernails the there. A lot of DNA. Just a lot of DNA. Yeah. Brian, don't make us do Crime Week next year just to teach you basic <gasps> forensic science. Oh, man. John and I are going to pair it up. So, you know, we do CSI and CSI New York. <laughs> then you can do CSI <laughs> Miami. Week. Yeah, we could we could, we could, could do the whole set. We got to convince. We got to somehow incept Chris into picking... CSI Miami. <laughs> I think no, we already now did. That I've, now that I've brought up Columbo, I want to do Columbo. <laughs> if you're doing Columbo, I'm doing Matlock. Fine. If you're doing Matlock, I'm doing Dragnet. <laughs> I almost sick. I almost did Matlock for my blind pick this year, but could not find anywhere that it was streaming. Can, we, should do, we should do the shows that were way too popular when we were kids with old people. <laughs> Matlock. Steel? Jag. Jack. Magnum oh. P.I. We already did uh, Baywatch. Yeah. 
Which is still, it did dethrone ER for best intro. It that no man, that ER song is is hard. Nah, <laughs> it's man. close. I mean, it's nah. close. It's I'll be close. ready. I mean, I, I guess the intro. Actually, ready. the intro to Baywatch is pretty impressive. Here's the thing, though. You wouldn't bang to the intro of ER. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> when you would absolutely bang to the intro of Baywatch. Hey, I'm, hey you know John, what? I'm, John, John, can you, can you come over here for a minute? Yeah, what's up? Um, it's just quick. Um, oh, where'd you hey, guys go? Do you, do, you th- do you think Brian thinks that when we say banging, we mean it literally? Oh. Oh, man, maybe. I'm a little worried now. I'm a little worried. I'm a little concerned now. After where did my best friends go? Let's let's go let's go back and talk it out with them. Oh, hey guys. Yeah. So let's talk about Supernatural and how much it doesn't bang, but how much Madge and whatever homeboy's name was probably do. You know what? There are some problematic things in this episode uh, for being ten years old, and that is making fun of getting girl toys as a young boy. No, hey, no. We're going to take a hard stance here. There's no boy toys, girl toys. Did I, I yeah, I, no, I'm not, say, That's I'm not I'm laughing at, at that right? concept. I'm laughing at my inability to say that properly. <laughs> did, did you guys, uh, did I ever get to, I'm, just because this episode sucked and we're distracted. Uh, did yeah, that, um, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's life. Did I ever get to tell the story about the guy in Target who asked me if on this podcast about the gay dolls? <laughs> No. Okay. I'm so concerned about <laughs> where this story is going. No. Okay. So there was like. Hey, man. End of season, right? What else? Were we going to open the season with this story? Fuck uh, no. It's it's not, it's it. not that bad. It's okay. You can edit okay. it out if it is. But like, so I'm working at Target. Fox News gets really bored a lot. So it has to like do like hit pieces on stuff for being too liberal. And Target ate a couple of hit pieces. One was, like, the bathrooms are gender neutral. And, like, we'd get yelled at for that a lot by, like, random fucking neo-Nazis. But, like, that was, like, a policy from, like, 1997. (laughs) That was basically, like, to be like, yeah, we don't give a shit what bathroom you go into. If you have to follow your kid into a bathroom, follow them into a bathroom. And, like, if you feel more comfortable, who cares? So Target did a thing where it was like, hey, we're going to gender neutral the aisles. And I don't know if they ever followed through on it. But it was like, so like, I the way I always kind of like learned to answer kind of like tactfully was to be like, oh no, it's going to be like a lot easier for you. Like, we're not going to like just have like only like gray clothes or something. Like, it'll just be kind of arranged by size so you can find it a little easier with your kids. And for the most part, that would like satiate, satiate people. But uh, there's this guy who is just an older dude who, uh, who is making a lot of, a lot of fashion choices about camo. And he was, uh, he was like, well, that's good. Because I was real worried you guys were going to be selling gay dolls or some shit. And I was really confused what a gay doll was. But I want to know what a gay doll is. So if you know what a gay doll is, email Chris. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whenever people talk about boys getting girl toys, that's all I think about is that guy being so upset that he thought we were selling gay dolls. Whoop, whoop. We got a gay doll watch, guys. Right here, hot off the ticket gonna go through ebay yeah these guys like but the the dudes on this show i feel like and i hope they get better at it with time like i feel like one of the biggest problems i have with it is they try too hard to make them dudes yeah (laughs) like they go like out of their way to be like look how masculine these two men are yep where it's like fuel for me and fuel for my baby thanks for the motor oil for christmas bro oh 
man, let's get my brother skin mags <laughs> oh, for Christmas. Yeah, getting getting big Bundy vibes from the shaving cream and skin mags right. gift. <laughs> yeah, I you remember. You remember how awesome it was? We got a Christmas wreath with beer cans on it. <laughs> it's like, and they just like like we get it. They're masculine. We get that we're supposed to be attracted to these. If you're like, we get that these are supposed to be like attractive people, but it's like, whatever. (laughs) The most entertaining part was them getting their ass beat by an old lady. That was really, no, I think the most entertaining part was when they were getting tortured by the old lady and he says he was going to kick her ass and she goes, you know, every time I want to swear, I say fudge. (laughs) And then he uses that. That was really fun. I just like the whole just kind of the aura of the the male pagan god with his little pipe and his sweater vest and oh man that guy just this whole kind of 1950s hey champ it's your pop at christmas time (laughs) because he was just killing that whole vibe that was that was a whole look he was pulling off I lo- I really loved their aesthetic they went with for those guys. I think that's like the part of the ep- like it just that works. That works, and I buy them as like horror villains. Right. It didn't it particularly land right until they had to answer the door to the woman who wanted to take him caroling. Oh, dude! It hit for me like off the jump. They were yeah. working for me. Well, <laughs> and it, I think it kind of goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of this discussion too which is like it's kind of part of the problem with this episode where you don't get enough interaction between our main characters and these characters and part of that is just the very nature of the show where it's a it's a road show you know they they go and visit these different towns uh which are real towns by the way i looked both them up ypsilanti and broken bow are are both real towns Mm, absolutely they are Ypsilanti, I enjoyed reading its Wikipedia page, which described it as the the Brooklyn of Ann Arbor, uh, which I just thought <laughs> was a wild way to describe your, your town. How do you gentrify white people with more white people? <laughs> do you kick out the Italians for the Irish? No, it's the Greeks. Ypsilanti is Greek, probably. You know what? I support kicking the Greeks out. That's fair. No, no, no. We're not. We're not in supportive. We're, no. Yeah. We're not we kicking anybody yep. out. We're doing it. No. no we're doing no, it. No, no we're nope. not. Gentrify no, we're the not. Greeks. Anti Greek podcast. Not bleed over to the podcast. <laughs> we are. We're taking a soft right. Anti Greek podcast. Take their food. Kick them out. No. no, no. <laughs> what? No. Oh, uh, where was I going with that? Hey, Chris, want to go to Milwaukee and get Oakland Euros? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I did like, oh, that's where I was bringing up the hometown thing is because there's uh, there's this blog called the Milwaukee Record and Supernatural just ended this, this past fall and they did a recap of all the episodes that took place in Wisconsin. Uh, and there were quite a few of them. There were like 14 of them or so. Nice. And it was also interesting because they got connected with who was the other guy that they got connected with oh that charlie barons i don't know if he guessed it on an episode or he like they featured him in some way in an episode he's the manitowoc minute guy oh. you've seen those videos he went to my high school i have a pair of water skis autographed by him oh fun did you go to high school with him 
we overlapped. He was a senior when I was a freshman, I believe. So oh, I didn't really bad. know him, but I think we were there at the same time. Good guy, though. Oh, he's a hell of a good guy. Well, at least he's a good guy. Well, Actually, good guy. I do know some. I, I'm not going to disparage anyone on this podcast. There's. <laughs> only, only yeah don't, only don't the do greeks that. i mean <laughs> yeah only the, did you just say only the greeks <laughs> yep yeah. you heard me god damn it john john's convinced me no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hell of a pamphlet yeah. i feel like supernatural probably went to wisconsin a lot because we have weird sounding cities i think towns. supernatural went to wisconsin a lot because they filmed in vancouver and they thought What's got more forests than Vancouver? Wisconsin. We have a lot of cryptozoology. Cryptozoology. We have like the Hodag, and we have the Mothman. Wait, Moth. Wait, I thought that was in Vermont. Mothman's all over. Moth- the first Mothman story is from Lacrosse, though. Oh. I like the Chicago Mothman. That was the more recent Mothman. Well, the Chicago Mothman happened at they. They actually happened on the same day. Believe it or not. Oh, that's a I joke don't, only for I like, don't believe you know it. that's a joke only for like four people from where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that that is not a joke everyone's gonna get, and that makes me sad. Because there was a large fire in northern Wisconsin that was uh-huh. larger than the Chicago fire. Oh, that happened on the same day. That's... Yep, <laughs> the, the Peshtigo fire. Peshtigo fire. <laughs> Peshtigo. It jumped a river, Brian. Like evil can evil. I did look up the reason that they did actually film in or not film, but set so many stories in Wisconsin is because Eric Kripke, the show's creator, went to summer camp in Wisconsin growing up, and the show's production designer is a Manitowoc native. Is that the Manitowoc Manikai? No, that's oh, the production okay. designer right, right, right. on the right. show. Okay. But that's, yep. yeah. Yep, stupid question. Stupid. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. He occasionally, like, he does occasionally hit a good skit. Give the he does. Give the some credit. Yeah, so every now and then there's a fun one in there. Is that the guy that does the what it's like to be in Costco YouTube video? Oh, yes. probably. Sounds about okay. like a speed. Cool. Cool, and cool, cool, the cool. Target Target Dads. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, which is, which is not a bad one. So, okay, okay. So, you know, uh, before we become a Manitowoc Minute podcast, do we want to give this episode some ratings? Oh, we're already doing ratings? I mean, we seem to be kind of like heading to that direction we have not talked about super like yeah that's i mean that's fair i think you know let's 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 spend a minute though just before we jump to the judgments on what we thought of the christmasness of this episode specifically let's talk about dean and sam's warring attitudes on whether or not to celebrate and so would you guys if you knew this was going to be your last christmas would you want to celebrate or would you want to not celebrate? Oh man, probably I'd probably celebrate with some people I liked. Yeah, I'd hundred percent celebrate with before people I, I like. descend. Are you is it he descends to hell? I don't know anything about supernatural. Yeah, yeah. He so John. What happened is in the 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 second season finale, us being in the third with this episode, Dean sold his soul to not the devil but devil adjacent hmm. to bring Sam back to life oh that's nice of him it was nice of him so the devil adjacent the devil adjacent person gave him a year to live why did he give him any time i don't know but yeah frankly that seems excessive right a whole year 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 seems like he had a lot of time to find some loopholes yeah that is an incredibly generous (laughs) demon right 
yeah, a year is plenty of time to really dig into the to the the, the contract there. Uh, but instead, they just spend twenty two episodes. Oh no, it's a half season. It's like thirteen episodes, fucking around. Well, I'm sure he doesn't descend to hell. This this show goes on an unreasonable period of time. Oh no, he descends to hell. He absolutely descends oh, to hell. But then he gets for pulled from hell. How many times do they each die? Because it's like at least two or three for I, each of them I over the course up. of the series. Technically, there was one where Dean didn't die. He was just in purgatory. Because, mm. you know, lore. I stopped watching at that point. They do some dumbass shit, so it doesn't surprise me they die. Like, they know this demon can only right. be killed with stakes, but they try to shoot it. When they break into the Santa crank in a house. Well, they didn't know. They didn't know if it was uh, 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 Krampus or what yet. I just feel like you probably should never bet on shooting a demon working. <laughs> I like I've seen enough movies. <laughs> I feel like that was more of an initial deterrent, and like we don't have a lot of information, so guns are at least a guns make me feel know. good before I go die die. <laughs> That's true. That is very I mean, true. At least I Probably. went out blasting. False, yeah. false sense of security in some some way. False sense of security. Unless they were silver bullets, because silver does like a little more. You know, I feel like if you're the only guys who can solve a demon crisis, you shouldn't try. You shouldn't get yourselves killed. I mean, it seems like we need you. You should like you yeah. should value your own life enough to not get yourself killed. <laughs> also, like, are they immortal? Because like the guy got punched like seven hundred times by a man who can throw him through a wall. Right, they're kind of, <laughs> and he is like unscarred. So I don't know how they die ever, frankly. Fuck oh. the show. Oh no, they <laughs> die. Can we also talk just momentarily about the nail getting pulled out and how I was not prepared for them to actually show that nail getting pulled out? I didn't that, think that was something you that, could do. On I mean, yeah. TV. I mean, even if they did show the nail, if, if you thought you knew the nail was going to get pulled and they were going to show it, you didn't think it would look as good compared to the knife blade running across the skin. Yeah, I mean, I don't like, I really struggy, stru- I really struggy. I struggy. Uh, big, I have God, big this struggies. is turning into an OnlyFans. Uh, this, is, this, is, this is our new character. This will be replacing <laughs> big, this podcast. Big struggy this John. <laughs> this character will be replacing this podcast is very smart next season. <laughs> We're just having big struggies. It's oh, the God. like it's the big eye emoji with the two fingers pointing at each other. No, uh, <laughs> oh, little struggies. Um, no, but <laughs> buy John but, uh, shower water for twenty dollars a jar. <laughs> where it was? Oh, I really struggle with like body horror horror to like digits and like oh, like yeah. amputation. Like I really, for some reason, that just doesn't make me happy. Did you guys ever see Black Swan? Yep. No. <laughs> and the do you know what part I'm talking about? Yup. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a part where I think it's Natalie Portman. There's okay. like, do you ever just like get a little skin peeling off around your fingernail? Yeah. And she just takes it and she just starts like peeling it all the way down her finger. Nope. And it <sighs> just I was just squirming so hard. Do not like no. I can't do that. Is that a Christmas movie? It. You guys know like my my irrational fear of rings, right? Yeah, that you'll get degloved, right? Yeah, that's. Like... <laughs> I share the same fear. I don't like, dude. I don't like the idea of like losing a finger or like. I won't climb a, a ladder with my ring on. Ugh. No. 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 
No. Now Chris makes me th- is making me think of that. <laughs> how dare you, Chris? Oh, ah, how that's, dare you? That's bad. We told John we'd keep him positive and, and <laughs> on track. So, okay, okay, now do the judgments. No, okay, you've done, fine. You have uh, done, uh, uh, frankly, uh, sir, you have done neither. <laughs> <laughs> is, I, as an agent of chaos this week. <laughs> <sighs> is this a family classic, boys? Uh, lump of socks? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Yeah, are, are you trying to like? Are you come trying on. to maybe, animate maybe, a maybe I'm a high Santa right now. Oh, are, oh my! Goodness. <laughs> oh no! Are we trying to innovate a scale? Like, no. I can do it. It's like it's an ever it's a evergreen steak. Uh, <laughs> uh, whatever kind of wreath that was is the bad one, or a fruitcake is the middle. No, it's a supernatural spectacular. It's a can of shaving cream or it's uh Ooh, stick nice. through the heart oh that's yeah that's a better one you did a better job than me there but no just do the normal ones all right fine chris what do you think this is christmas classic pair of socks or love coal uh i'm gonna call it a pair of socks it's you know i don't think it's terrible by any means it's just not that good uh, the first 20 minutes, the first half of the episode is pretty tough to get through just from a, it's just kind of like they're on a high gear of a bicycle and they're just spinning, spinning the pedals and just not quite getting it up the hill. And then around the halfway mark, it kind of starts to pick up and finishes nicely, but it's, it, it's just not going to do a whole lot for you. It's not going to give you any Christmas feels. The brother stuff is kind of nice at the end. But at that point, it's lost a lot of it just to get there. So, you know, decent enough. It's fun because, again, this is a show for as long as it ran that doesn't have a lot of Christmas episodes. So it's kind of fun from that angle. But um, just a just a pretty mid-tier, even a low-tier, maybe, pair of socks. All right. John? Uh, this, this be some coal. It is bad. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> It's not well made. It's not really funny. It's not really entertaining until like five minutes. And even then, you could probably have a more enjoyable time of your life watching a B-horror movie about Christmas. There's like 700,000 of them. Just watch one of those. You'll have just as much fun. And you won't have to deal with a dude working out whether his character is Southern or not for fucking 45 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that guy. (laughs) I'm good. That's all I got, really. I just don't. I don't think Supernatural's not for me. Certain, yeah. Not everything in life needs to be for you. Yeah. And yeah. I just don't think there's ever been a time where Supernatural has been something I was like. So many people have told me to watch it. I've never been interested. And you've ignored all of them. You're like a weird guy who likes like weirdo shit. You would love some Supernatural. And it's like I don't. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> it's just not appealing. It seems like cheap, cheaply made, and like. Just doesn't work for me, man. You can do better. We you can do better on your Christmas than making yourself watch this. All right, all right. Well, I like this as a Christmas classic, and I'll tell you why. It's dumb. It's fun, and I enjoy watching it with my wife. And I say that genuinely. Okay, yeah, that's all you need. Well, I mean, oh, that's, oh, oh, yeah, that's, that's hey. right. Hey, you know what? It's your personal favorite, Brian. If it was anything but a Christmas classic for you, right. we'd have to have some talking. So, okay, you know now what? she's gone. That's this okay. is such a piece of shit episode. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, all right. I'm going to pass this rock to John. Oh, shoot. I forgot. Chris, what am I doing? What episode <laughs> did I pick? <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, John, you're you're going to do you're going to be with us on Wednesday oh, it's hosting Simpsons, isn't Just... it? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. Dude, I'm pretty You stoked. got there. Yeah. Dude, I yeah, I needed an adult there for sure for a minute though. So thank you for being that for me. Oh, I got you. Yeah, we're going to do we're going to watch Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. It's on Hulu. It's my favorite Simpsons Christmas episode. It's probably not yours. I don't care about you. I care about me. <laughs> it'll be a lot of fun so i'm pretty stoked about that i'm gonna be ready to host i'm gonna be as chaotic as ever but still better than brian hey, hey. <laughs> whatever dog sobriety yeah. um <laughs> so yeah yeah I, I think simpsons will be good simpsons i think that's a big that's a big bold brand name for us to really to put our guns against into. and see what it's got that was a weird thing to say. I don't know what that means. Yeah, um, it's been a. This was like usually we're really good at the episodes where they suck, but this one sucked too hard. <laughs> like we they're just, just there just there just wasn't enough for like in the episode. Like the Brian summary is like really all there is. Yeah, and even that is a little bit more than. What and was I do long summaries. Yeah, you had to like you even gave us a lot about Santa cranking it. You know, you know what this episode reminded me of, which I forgot to mention when we were talking about flashbacks, was when we covered Arrow last oh, year. Oh my god! Where it was like yeah. just a whole chunk of episode that was totally could totally just be removed from the conversation, right. and that's what this felt like as well. Dude, I don't know what was worse. <laughs> Actually, this is worse than Arrow, but like someone at CW needs to get like their shit together. <laughs> Yeah, well. <laughs> this Christmas bullshit. Remember, this was a WB show when it first came out. You know, either way. You know what? W- fuck WB. <laughs> you know what? Actually, <laughs> I take you. it back. I support WB because Christopher Nolan came after them. And yeah, right. they're in the right, and Christopher Nolan can slob one. <laughs> yeah. Also, HBO Max is a tremendous streaming yeah, it's, service. It's actually the it, best streaming yeah. service. It's like yeah, comfortably it's, it's, the most stable. Like, and it just its library is so deep movie wise tv wise it's just phenomenal imagine being so salty that your b-level movie tanked yeah in the <laughs> middle of a pandemic that you forced like you forced it out into the world and yeah thought your shit was more important than people's health like the largest cities in the country don't have open theaters in general <laughs> oh why did my yeah. movie fail I don't know, dog. Florida can't carry it. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Shocking. Also, just generally, as someone who saw it, not your best shit. Like, you know? Stop. I want to see this movie. I, like, I'm down to watch it when it's free on Netflix. I'm buying it. Because <laughs> I, I will ne- till the till the day I die, I make this pledge. This is my Yuletide TV, Yule Log Lock of the Week. I will never watch a Christopher <laughs> Nolan movie in a theater again because <laughs> i just think that his behavior is unacceptable fine yeah pretty pretty well, bad. we'll talk about this in the off season yeah yeah if you think our behavior on the podcast is good you can <laughs> leave us a review if you think uh, it's unacceptable on, keep it to or yourself if it's not yeah <laughs> yeah also also that 
But yeah, leave us a review. It always helps, even this late in the game. There's always next year. Yeah. So it all rolls forward. We're coming for that number one American Christmas podcast spot. Make the bad yeah. boys the best boys. 92 yeah, Pistons out here. Yeah, we're, we're staking, you know, this is a... This is a claim that I, I didn't want to embrace, but now I feel like we have to. And, John, I, I want you to explicitly stake our claim as... Oh, we are the bad boys of Christmas podcasting. Yes. If any podcast thinks they are badder and boyer, you just come for us. <laughs> well, you can guest on this podcast, and you can see if you can keep up with... DMs uh, are wide open. You can see if you can keep up with the tough boys from the mean streets of Cedarburg, Crivets, and I don't know where Brian's from. Iowa? What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, Minneapolis suburb? Yeah, sure. Are you, say, are you from St. Louis Park? Is it St. Louis Park? No, it's not St. Louis Park. It's Chanhassen. Okay. Well, one of them. West of those cake eaters out in Edina. The three C's. You're in a suburb of a suburb. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 no. There's no joke about that. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, we're still badder than you. We will watch whatever show you want to watch, and I will make it unwatchable for children. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's what okay. I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's the deal that's the deal don't forget to check out santa by the minute we'll include a link to that show in the show notes maybe we'll include some other show notes like the Peshtigo fire if you want to learn more about that because there's a whole museum has the museum burned down yet no okay. but if it does i know who did it <laughs> some, hoser, some hoser from edina <laughs> yeah <laughs> You can also leave us your thoughts, send us a note, yuletidetv at gmail.com, reach out to us, Instagram and Twitter, at yuletidetv, and uh, check out our website, yuletidetv.com. We're there. There's stuff there. There's some nice pictures of us. We updated them. It's cool. Yeah. 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 I went dangerously water skiing without a wetsuit for those pictures, guys. Come on. Like <laughs> Yeah. <it. laughs> All right. Well, we only have two episodes left. We hope you join us as we uh, get closer and closer to Christmas. We hope your holiday season is going well. We hope you're making safe plans. We hope you've done all your shopping, all that great stuff. Until next time, I've been Chris. I've been Brian. I am John. We're glad you're still alive. Sure. Yeah, I don't have a bit for this one. This episode blows. Playbell Sounds provided by Michael Koenig from soundbible.com and Joy to the World provided by freexmasmp3.com.